Uh, what are you doing again? What? What are you What's doing? Up? No, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing an all-time classic lean. <laughs> I don't, what's the answer you're looking for? What I don't you... know. What, what, how, what is the all-time classic lean? This, right here. This lean I got going on. Yeah, I can see how that's a classic lean. Thank you. Yeah. But they can't. No. That's the problem. They're listeners. Just picture a great lean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that being said, hey guys, um, welcome to another Undercooked Analysis, where the I think the show is about as undercooked as anything we read. Um, I'm always coming up with a new intro for this, and uh, clearly it doesn't work. Um, I am David King. You all know me by this point, and if you don't, why are you listening to this? Go listen to Midnight Marinara first, because um, ultimately it's better. I actually put effort into that, whereas here I just sit around with friends and uh, BS about uh, creepypasta. Uh, But you listen to it anyway, so I guess it's fine. Um, And with me today, I have two special guests. On my immediate right is the lovely and handsome Matt Benson. Thank you. And uh, further to the right there is the uh, the funny and charming Andrew Lind. He's funny. I'm yeah. good looking. Just get that on the record. <laughs> He's the funny one. I'm the handsome one. And I'm the married one. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> they're like they're like Team Rocket. One of them is the the handsome one. One of them is the gorgeous Was one. That the way Team Rocket worked. <laughs> and they had a they had a whole alternate theme song I, at one point. I always wanted to be Meowth though. He's the smart one. Oh, fine, then I'll be James. <laughs> did James talk like that? I, I yes, he did. He, I do not he talked a little bit like... He, <laughs> he, had, he had kind of a voice like that. Like, Jesse, I don't know about you, but I think I'm losing my liquiebrium. He's right. That is, that's what I'm, my memory is lining up right now. Bam. Yeah. Bam. We are showing our age. Anyway, uh, today we are covering a, a fairly well-known creepypasta. Andrew and I are both uh, fans of Disney stuff yep. in general. Anybody who knows me knows how much I enjoy Disney. And uh, because of that, we've decided to take a look at the classic uh, Slime Beast story, probably one of his most well-known stories, uh, Abandoned by Disney. And um, I, I've read it before. I know you've read it before. Yep. And I have also read it before. We've all read this before. But it doesn't matter because we're all going to look at this and uh, basically probably pause occasionally to say something ridiculous. But then, you know, it's just how it goes sometimes. And honestly, from what I remember, I did like this story. This is going to be a first for uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> undercooked analysis. And I'm reading a story that I already have a preconceived notion of enjoying. But uh, we will, we're going to kind of take a look at this as we go through and decide, is it really as good as we remember or... Is it just, you know, what works, what doesn't? But, you know, ultimately, I think this will be fun. Anyway, um, I will start, and we're going we're gonna to do this popcorn style, as was stated earlier, Rachel yep. Narita. <laughs> These paragraphs are so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're spaced out. I like it. It makes it fun. Yeah, all right. So here we go. <clears throat> Abandoned by Disney. Some of you may have heard that the Disney Corporation is responsible for at least one real live ghost town. Live is an air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's in air quotes when you read it. It's in just quotes when it's written. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fine, fine. Disney built the Treasure Island, in air quotes, (laughs) resorts in Baker's Bay in the Bahamas. It didn't start as a ghost town. Disney's cruise ships would actually stop at the resort and leave tourists there to relax in luxury. This is a fact. Look it up. This person's this really, is did... really. This is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> a fact is in all capitals. I am telling you the truth. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty intense. Disney blew 30 million on the place. Yes, 
30 million dollars i do like how there's it's 30 million in numbers, numbers. and then yeah. 30 million dollars is spelled out yeah, pretty great we get it both ways just in case feel. just yeah. in case you miss it yeah. so i like that he's clarifying yeah uh then they abandoned it wow Dis- <laughs> disney blamed the shallow waters too shallow for their ships to safely operate and there was even blame cast on the workers saying that since they were from the bahamas they were too lazy to work a regular what? schedule. Is what? this like a thing? Is so this... Disney just made an openly racist statement to, to explain But their is this a thing that people do actually... Are there people in the world who believe that bah- Bahamanians, Bahamanians Any, are lazy? Um, is if... it Kurt Vonnegut from the Bahamas? Vonnegut? From the Bahamas? I believe he's from somewhere that's like not... Uh... Regular America? He, he could never be president, or what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, no, maybe it's just, maybe it's only, it's Kilgore Trout, definitely, his character is, is from somewhere like that. Okay. And I want to say that was based on a real truth about Vonnegut, but I could be lying. I don't know. Huh. Um, okay, but uh, they were too late. Yeah. So, uh, any native Bahamites out there? Is this a thing? Uh, leave a comment. There is a real world. Yeah, not that I like Bahamites. I like it better. It implies that, like the story, there's some sort of little thing that infests you. <laughs> My, wildly <laughs> racist, like right away. I'm so it's sorry. The story. It's, I mean, the yeah. it's, the story. it's all the story's fault. <laughs> I, I, we, we love you, slime beast. <laughs> um. Uh, that's where the factual nature of their story ends. It wasn't because of sand, and it obviously wasn't because of foreigners are lazy. Both are convenient excuses. Well, yeah, I would hope the other one is a convenient excuse. No, I sincerely doubt those reasons were legitimate. Why don't I buy the official story? Because of Mowgli's palace. Bum, bum, bum. And I... I love the name. Yeah, Mowgli's me too. Palace. Mowgli's that's a, that's a great name. Yeah. You hope I hope people read this and realize that it's they're pronouncing Mowgli and not Mowgli. Yeah. This is the, the the little boy from the Jungle Book, correct? Yes. Oh yes. Near this, the... is much, this is how much I know Disney. I had to ask that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracted. But over in the live chat, live chat window over there, there's a picture of JonTron, and it's freaking me out. <laughs> and I just okay. I, I don't know why I had felt the need to point that out. No, it's good to, to get that. They need to know where we're coming from. Yeah, exactly. All the like, environmental the story, experiences the right story now. Is not, the story has not really scared me yet. It's mostly the, the fact that there's a looming JonTron head over on the right. <laughs> um, near the beachside city of Emerald Isle in North Carolina, Disney began the construction of Mowgli's Palace in the late 1990s. The concept was a jungle-themed resort with a large, you guessed it, palace <laughs> in the center of the whole thing. If you're unfamiliar with the character of Mowgli, which you, you might, are, which I am, <laughs> then you might better remember the story, the Jungle Book, in air quotes. Uh, might better, nice. I like that. That's a nice touch. Uh, if you haven't seen it anywhere else, you'd know it as the Disney cartoon from decades past. <laughs> we know when it came out, guys. Yeah. We don't have to shroud this in mystery <laughs> from decades. Fun, past. fun fact, <laughs> although this is this is interesting. Fun fact. Uh, the Jungle Book was the last animated film Walt Disney worked on before he died. Huh, huh. Yeah. So huh. There, at, you could you could add a little bit of a creepy level to that if you know that. I don't know if that's what the author intended. Maybe. But... That's, a little, that's a little fun. Yeah. I've always thought it was creepy. Isn't it like a thing that Walt's last words were like Kurt Russell? What? Yeah, that's, not even Kurt allegedly... Russell knows why. <laughs> allegedly... Nobody knows why. 
That's creepy. Was it Kurt Russell? Can you confirm or deny, David? I don't know. Do you I, have a line? I've heard this story. Do you have before. a line to Walt Disney? I, I, I wasn't there when Walt Disney died. <laughs> well, where were you then? David is what I want to know. I was, um, I was drinking gin with Annette Funicello. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, no, and I didn't even uh, call this out. It's it, The construction began in the late 1990s. We don't know what year exactly. Just the late decade? That's yeah, lo- I that's guess. a lost time. There's, there's no records from the late <laughs> no 90s. One knows. The econo- Listen, if we can't figure out if there was a payphone at Best Buy in the late 1990s, <laughs> but I don't think we could figure out about As this. I could, I could see it though. The economy was on. Bill Clinton was president. I mean, come on. This is fast times. <laughs> and not at Richmond. Okay, where am I? Oh, uh, Mowgli is an abandoned child in the jungle. <laughs> well. It's a jungle book, I'd hope so. Uh, essentially raised by animals and simultaneously threatened slash pursued by other animals. You can read about this in the Tundra book. <laughs> uh, Mowgli's Palace was a controversial undertaking from the start. Disney bought up a ton of high-priced land for the project, and there was actually a scandal surrounding some of the purchases. The local government claimed eminent domain on people's homes, mm. then turned around and sold the properties to Disney. At one point, a home that had just been constructed was immediately condemned with little to no explanation. What a bunch of dicks. It's it's funny because this is like, it's not creepy in a spooky way. It's creepy in a government way. Yeah. (laughs) Government cover up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Disney meant cover up. Because Disney is actually a government in their yeah, own right by this they're point. Ind- they're a sovereign nation. <laughs> um. <laughs> but they have, a, they have their own island in the... They have Treasure Island in the Bahamas. This was established earlier. They have their own island. Yep. Yeah. This is step one of, of World War Three, which is America versus Disney. Wow. <laughs> uh, the land grabbed by the government was supposedly for some fictional highway project. Oh. Knowing full well what was going on, people started calling it Mickey Mouse Highway. <laughs> You know what's the other ironic thing here is again pulling out my inner Disney nerd. Uh, Walt Disney, when he was promoting the Haunted Mansion in like radio advertisements, he would tell people he felt bad for all the ghosts whose old houses were knocked over to make room for freeways. So he was building them a haunted mansion to come live in. All the ghosts that have been separated from their their houses Andrew when they were knows demolished. Not really, a, a ghost mansion. Andrew said, "Oh, as if he was really like, I oh, said, Whoa. the haunted mansion is actually haunted." Well, I mean, the, the gives <laughs> that, you... that was your reaction, just that, Andrew. My reaction was that, that for the record, was that wow, Walt Disney actually thought maybe that this was true. <laughs> oh, I think this was an advertising ploy on his part. Well, I, I, I think... believe ninety percent of what he said. <laughs> Well, I mean, he talked to mice and, like, you know... He, he talked to everything. I mean, she drew a duck that wore no pants. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, I also like kind of the... There's a... I think it, there's a there's a play on words here. Mickey Mouse Highway. And, like, when people call things Mickey Mouse, they're saying, like, it's silly or, like, it's unnecessary. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, or, you, you know, have to your old Mickey Mouse antics. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you think about, like, uh, you know, when, when people talk about the, the dark side of Disney. And I never refer to Disney as Disney. because the mouse. The yeah. mouse overlord. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, then there was the concept art. Ooh. A group of stuffed shirts from Disney Co., actually held a city meeting. They intended to sell everyone on how lucrative this project was going to be for everyone. Everyone, everyone. When they showed the concept art, this gigantic Indian palace, surrounded by jungle, staffed with men and women in loincloths and tribal gear, well, suffice it to say... Suffice it to say... Suffice it to say... Everyone flipped this shit. Why... (laughs) 
Because this is Disney we're talking about. No, an no, old no, woman no, came like, up to the mic and just said, I'm flipping my shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, why, that was the city <laughs> meeting. Why did they flip their shit? And B, why is jungle capitalized? <laughs> why is jungle all caps? <laughs> they wanted to emphasize. They wanted to emphasize, well, because they're trying to get the point across that they, I guess... These all the the concept art was really really racist. Mm-hmm. So the com- they're worried that the company who just said, "Oh, these fucking lazy Bahamanians didn't do work." They're worried that that company is racist. Is what you're telling me? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll find out. Oh, we're we're That's about cool. to it's about to it's about to emphasize right here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a large Indian palace, jungle, and loincloths. Not only in the center of a relatively wealthy area, but also somewhat xenophobic area of the southern USA. Oh, so it's not, it's not Disney's, Disney's problem. <laughs> no, it's, it's fucking the southern. North, it's North Carolina's <laughs> These problem. fucking in- engines and their loincloths. We can't have that in my backyard. What if my son sees that? <laughs> it was a questionable mix at that point in history. Mm. Late 90s was... <laughs> <laughs> the late 90s was... Question it was a different time. It was we weren't ourselves. Oof. Fifteen years ago, I don't know. I don't know if we could handle a palace with Mowgli. You know, who's was... this Mowgli fella? He certainly isn't Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> like, certain Southern states kept Reagan on yeah. as their president. <laughs> yeah, they were like they, the Reagan. Reagan has never actually left office for them. He's, he's, yeah. He is the honorary president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is you. One member of the crowd tried to storm the stage, <laughs> but he was quickly subdued by security after he managed to break one of the presentation boards over his knee. Jesus. Yeah. This guy, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. What a dick. Uh, Disney took that community and essentially broke it over its knee as well. Serves him right. The Fucking houses racist. were raised or racist. <laughs> racist. The land was cleared. Wait, and there wasn't hang a- on a minute. <laughs> I get how the Bahamian government can claim eminent domain and raise the land. Well, how is how is Disney have the authority to just raise houses? We're talking about Disney. It's it's the Mickey Mouse Highway, right? All right. <laughs> uh, Secret shady stuff is going on here, Benson. <laughs> the land was cleared, and there wasn't a damn thing anyone could do or say about it. Local TV and newspapers were against the resort at the beginning, but some insane connection between Disney's media holdings and the local venues came into play, and their opinions. Turned on a dime. See, it's a conspiracy. Uh, this is actually about the ethics of journalism <laughs> in theme park reporting. Wow, oh, theme park game. ahead of its time. Yeah. The gates are always locked. Oh boy, you can't pay for admission here. <laughs> Whose side are we on right now? I can't tell. We're not touching that one with a ten foot. <laughs> we, we could, but that's another story for another. But that's another story. Never mind. So anyway, Treasure Island, the Bahamas. Disney sunk those millions into it and split. Same thing happened with Mowgli's Palace. I wonder why. Because. Will we find out? <laughs> let's, let's read on. <laughs> Construction was complete. Visitors actually stayed at the resort. The surrounding communities were flooded with traffic and the usual annoyances associated with the influx of lost and irate tourists. Then, it all just stopped. <laughs> Disney shut it down and immediately knew... And nobody, wait, Disney shut it down, and nobody knew what the hell to think. Hell is capitalized in deference to Lord what? Satan. <laughs> but they were pretty happy about it. Disney's loss was pretty hilarious and wonderful to a large group of folks who didn't want this in the first place. 
Why would you not? Well, I guess traffic is an issue, I mean, but if, come if on. If you live in one Suddenly, of the houses that was raised, I could see why you wouldn't. Suddenly, well, now your ghost has to go live in, in the haunted mansion. mansion. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole mess. Callbacks. We have Paperwork. room. It's like, I could say, this happened in the 90s, right? So the haunted mansion would all existed. I could see, we have room for a thousand. Any vault? Wait. No. Hold on. No, there's too many. No. <laughs> so many ghosts. Mm. I, I honestly. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. I honestly didn't give the place another thought since hearing it closed over a decade ago. Uh, I li- did I read that right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I lived maybe four hours from Emerald Isle, so I really only heard rumblings and didn't experience any of it firsthand. Then I read this article from someone who had explored the Treasure Island Resort and posted a whole blog about all the crazy shit he found there. Stuff just left behind. Things smashed, defaced, probably ruined by the disgruntled former employees who had lost their jobs. I'm going to tell you... I've. I've read these blogs too. These, this is true. No, this is true. This part is true. Yeah, I, yeah. it kind of makes you want to go. Like, admittedly, reading this doesn't really deter me. I want to go actually find this Treasure Island Resort and go exploring it's, if I could. It's kind of scary. Yeah, but I it's would, cool. I would. That's that's <laughs> the one time I would want to go to a Disney park. Goonies, <laughs> think about it. it is You're getting the ultimate you exploration like, experience. Uh, do Do you remember the details, or am I am I imagining it that like there was swimming involved? Like they had to swim. Like illegally, yeah, yeah, to swim yeah. illegally. Well, it was like it's private property. I mean, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's just, I think of that as trespassing. Well, I mean, now not just, swimming illegally. The funny like, thing swimming is, illegally makes it seem like you're swimming in a way that is illegal. Well, we know that they've outlawed <laughs> that. Breaststroke is too good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah. the thing, the funny thing is, don't they? I don't know if they still have this, but doesn't Disney have another private island, the Castaway K, in the Bahamas? So they just uh, bought another island. They have a couple of islands. For, yeah. For what? For the cruise ships. For evil? For just, they're, they're probably for just general Look, evil. they're working on buying Hawaii. Have you heard about their resort there? Yeah, the uh, Alani. How much of Hawaii? They, they have a resort there. They're they bought expanding. A, Don't worry about it. There's a big section of it. There's a big section of Hawaii. I think you ride a cruise ship to that to Hawaii, and then you go to the resort. <laughs> I Disney's going to annex Hawaii. <laughs> I think it's on Oahu, but I could be wrong. I don't it's a small know. enough island that could take it over by force. Oh yeah, well, I mean, Oahu is the most urban of the islands anyway. I've been to Oahu, so yeah. I mean, Disney's got the Avengers on their side, so <laughs> I mean, they're gonna so win you're there. Yeah, no matter what. Okay, uh, where were we? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you were. You read, read, you read the article. You have to things, say hell. Yeah. Things. Oh yeah, hell. The locals from all around probably had a hand in wrecking that place. People there felt just as angry about Treasure Island as folks here did about Mowgli's Palace. Plus, there are rumors that Disney had released their aquarium stock into the local waters when they closed, including sharks. Invasive species! <laughs> Invasive species! Including There's probably lionfish out there. Sharks. Oh, sharks in the ocean! Oh, no! Who would do that? I think it's the lionfish you gotta worry about, man. There's a reason that people are like, tra- like marine biologists are actually training sharks in the, I think in the Atlantic, to hunt down and eat lionfish because they're an invasive species. In Whoa. the Pacific, they're native. Huh. Huh. I, I could have it. I could have it the wrong, wrong way around completely too. But I'm pretty sure that they're native I to like the Pacific. I like that because, like, you know, sharks are they're feared by humans generally. We, generally, humans don't have a great opinion of them. So this is like fucking like Suicide Squad of <laughs> sharks who are working to save the ocean. Suicide Squad of sharks. Yeah. I love it. I like there's a Harley Quinn shark. There's a Deadshot shark. Well, there are different kinds of sharks. There's the tiger shark, the hammerhead. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Who, who, who <laughs> wait, excuse me. Yeah, that's you. I think it's me. Who wouldn't want to take a few swings at some merchandise after that? Dude, I would just take the merchandise and, and hoard it in my room. 
That's because we're of a different kind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we are. But still. I would just smash the shit. Well, what I'm getting at, after a long time, <laughs> is that this blog about Treasure Island got me thinking. Even though many years had passed since its closing, I figured it might be cool to do some urban exploration at Mowgli's Palace. Take some photos, write about my experience, and probably see if there was anything I could take home as a memento. See, this now, guy This guy knows where we're at. This guy knows where we're at. But, uh... Was it like, did it explode on the scene, urban exploration, as like a as like a thing people did? I remember there was uh, there like a was... time where it was like, everyone was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go look at that abandoned building. Yeah, it's well, like, there that was... was just a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. there was a whole, there were whole like sections about like people going and taking cool pictures of abandoned places. Mm-hmm. I used to follow stuff like that because people would find some really neat stuff, especially yeah. in like Russia. You'd find like, there's whole like submarine bays and stuff that are like abandoned. Yeah. It's, it's pretty Abandoned cool. tunnels and are then, under New York subway tunnels. Yeah. Well, that, that's that story from uh, the, the truth. Yeah. The truth. The truth. The <laughs> truth. Is that right. copyrighted? That, they're doing that voice and saying the truth. <laughs> the James L. Jones voice. <laughs> I don't think so, but. All right. Uh, your turn. Where, where am I at? You're on. Uh, you're after the memento bit. Oh, I. I'm not gonna waste. Uh, I'm not going to say I wasted no time getting there, uh, because honestly, it took another took me another year after I first found the Treasure Island article to get around get around. Just I don't like this sentence <laughs> to get around to going up to Emerald Bay. A lot of that's a little yeah. <laughs> I I think what's interesting so far about the way this is written is it's kind of like conversational. Yeah, yeah. and it's 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 believable because like yeah. I, I have the same thing where it's like I'm going to do that thing and then a year later I'm like oh I never did that thing. Watch yeah. now I, I should do the do thing. thing. I have a free day, you yeah. know. Yeah. No, I mean uh, right off the bat I think the story does a good job of kind of setting itself up. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Over the course of that year I did a lot of research on the Palace Resort. <laughs> or rather, Sorry. or rather I tried to. Naturally no, naturally, no official Disney site or resource made any mention of the place. They That had been scrubbed clean. I'm really offended by the offensive Asian voice you just did when you said naturally. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> even Otter, however, and I'm not talking about sea mammals, even Otter, however, was that nobody before myself had apparently thought to blog about the place or even post a photo. None of the local TV or newspaper sites had one word about the place, Though that was to be expected since they had all swung Disney's way. They wouldn't be out there lauding their embarrassment, you know? You know, that's a, that's actually a good little bit of eerie foreshadowing. Yeah. Why has no one written about this place? Mm-hmm. Why has no one gone exploring or taking pictures mm-hmm. of this place? Recently, I learned that corporations can actually ask Google, for example, to remove links from search results. Basically, for no good reason. Looking back, it's probably not that nobody spoke of the resort, but rather their words were made inaccessible oh did the you, conspiracy continues can i ask andrew if you did you roll your eyes at me when i made that otter pun i couldn't tell because <laughs> i, I gave was you reading. like a sideways glance okay, because <laughs> i was i was reading so i couldn't tell i kind of saw it on my periphery <laughs> so in the end i could barely find the place all i had to all i had to go on was an old as hell map i'd received in the mail back in the 90s it was a promotional item sent out to people who had recently been to disney world and i guess since i had been there in the late 80s that was recent Excuse me, I'm sorry. I, right? I'm, I'm on the tail end of a cold. I should warn one. Uh, that's why the coughing is happening. Or we're all sitting on the couch right now. It's a tail end. It, you can't get sick from the tail end of a cold. Yeah, that's true. It's facts. That's science. Okay. I didn't really intend to hang on to it. It just got shoved in with my books and comics from my childhood. I'd only remembered it months into my research, and even then it took me another few weeks to locate it in the storage bin my parents had shoved it all into. But I did find it. Locals were no help, as most were transplants who had moved to the beach in recent years. 
Or old residents who just sneered at me and made rude gestures the second I managed to say, where would I find Mowgli's? Fuck you! (laughs) Hey, fuck you! You come to my town looking for the thing that killed my grandfather's house? Oh my god, it's like if Happy Gilmore... (laughs) Uh, where, wait, where is this? Uh, I don't know, because I don't, I don't know where my, my accent, I think, was sort of northern eastern seaboard. No, I was just thinking about the, the whole plot to Happy Gilmore was tearing down the <laughs> oh, house yeah. to build a golf course. <laughs> true. So, the drive took me through, oh, wait, yeah. The drive took me through an inordinately long corridor of overgrowth. Tropical plants that have run rampant and overpopulated the area mixed with the native species of flora that actually belonged there and had tried to reclaim the land. I was in awe when I reached the front gates of the resort. Tremendous monolithic wooden gates whose supports to either side looked like they'd been they must have been cut from giant sequoias. The gate itself had been gouged in several places by woodpeckers and eaten away by, uh, at the base by burrowing insects. Spooky. Here, here we go. Are we ready for the, the title go. moment? It's okay. time to go back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on the gate was a sheet of metal, some random scrap with hand painted letters scrawled in black. Abandoned by Disney. Oh! Clearly the handiwork of some past local or an employee who wanted to make some small protest. Or, you know, stating the obvious because that's like <laughs> what happened. Yeah. yeah. Disney abandoned <clears throat> this. The gates were open enough to walk through but not drive. So grabbing my digital camera and the map, whose flip side showed a layout of the resort, I set off on foot. The inner grounds of the place were just as overgrown as the entryway. Palm trees stood unattended and ragged? Ragged. I thought that was an E. <laughs> ragged among piles of their own coconuts. There's something, there's something really dirty about that. I've got <laughs> a lovely bunch of coconuts. Their own coconuts. It, 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 I don't know. It's just the wording the there is strange. Big you know, one, I'm just, small <laughs> one, something big as your head. <laughs> like, picture me saying that. Oh, I'm just sitting around lying in my own coconuts. <laughs> like, it's, 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 there's a grossness to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Banana plants similarly stood in their own stinking, bug-riddled refuse. There was a sort of clash between order and chaos as carefully planted rows of perennial flowers mixed with obnoxious tall weeds and stinking blackened mushrooms. This is all in broad daylight, I assume, right? Uh, We're we're gonna... I I have a feeling that he's gonna start exploring just as the sun sets. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Where are we? Mushrooms. All that remained of any outdoor structures were broken, rotting wood... And various charred bits of unidentifiable, unidentifiable material. What was most likely an information booth or an outdoor bar was now simply a pile of assorted debris chopped up by past vandalism and ravaged by weather. The most interesting thing on the grounds was a statue of Baloo, the friendly bear from the Jungle Book, which stood in a sort of courtyard in front of the main building. He was frozen in a jovial wave toward no one, staring into empty space with a silly, toothy grin as bird shit covered whole swaths of his fur and vines ensnared his platform. Mm. That's another, like, a, that's a great kind of a detail, because that's a Disney Park thing, to have, like, a statue in, a, in like, a main entry kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it lends yeah. credence to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. I approached the main building, the palace, only to find the outside of the building covered in graffiti where the original paint hadn't peeled and chipped away. The front doors weren't just open. They had been taken off their hinges and were stolen. Someone, could you imagine someone going on eBay and like, door to Mowgli's palace. Not stolen. <laughs> Not stolen. Totally legit. Yeah. I am Walt. Hello. <laughs> Abandoned by Walt. Mm-hmm. 
Above the front doors, or the gaping maw where they had been, someone had once again painted, Abandon my Disney! Oh! <laughs> we do that every time, huh? <laughs> Good. Wait, 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 I want to see. I probably don't we need didn't to the cut my hands so when there's a microphone here, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's, I appreciate that. It didn't peak. Um, so that was, this me next? Abandon my Disney. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could tell you about all the awesome stuff I saw inside the palace. Forgotten statues, abandoned cash registers, a full-fledged secret society of homeless bums. But no. The inside of the building was so stark, so bare, that I actually think the people had stolen the molding off the walls. Anything that was too big to steal, counters, desks, giant fake trees, they were all resting amid uh, this empty echo chamber that amplified my every step, like a slow rat-tat-tat of a machine gun. I checked the floor plan. No, sorry, it's not rat tat tat. It's rat a tat. Rat a tat. That's a Pokemon. <clears throat> Good. That's not the machine gun sound. <laughs> I checked the floor plan and headed to all the locations that might seem in any way interesting. You know, like Colonel Hoffy's spa, King Louie's dance room. Yeah. Uh, Bagheera's uh, bagel hut. Are these names? Are these <laughs> yeah, we're, we're names? coming up with different names. Are these characters? In the Shere Khan suite. Yeah. Are these real what's characters? The, what's the uh, cause? Uh, child care? He was the python. Oh, God, no. <laughs> he was the python, correct? Yeah. The python? Yeah. Monty, okay. I would say. Monty's python. <laughs> yeah. Fun, fun fact, the guy who voiced uh, Ka also voiced the Cheshire Cat. Mm. In Alice in Wonderland, and also voiced Winnie the Pooh. It was Alan Rickman. Mm. <laughs> You're thinking of t- Tim, Tim Burton's. <laughs> yeah, Alice uh, in Wonderland. What do you mean? I don't know. What Alan Tim Burton's what Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Alice in. Yeah, Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I don't know what are, what are, what are you guys talking about. No, no. The first her name was Allison. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. Allison's Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. We, this isn't about Wonder um, Alice's Wonderland. It's Ralph Waldo Ellison in Wonderland. <laughs> this is the film we're talking oh, about. Oh man! Uh, was this? I think this is you, Vince. Uh, Didn't what? I just say a thing? Did you just say a thing? What was I it? I'm sorry, I took off. No, I said I just said a thing. You said so the ratatat of machine gun. So it is you. Ratatat, and then I said whatever. Oh yeah. After that, the kitchen. Oh, that's right. Was as you'd imagine. An industrial food prep area with all the appliances in space. No expenses spared. Every glass surface was broken. Every door knocked off its hinges. Every metal surface kicked and dented. The entire place smelled like very old piss. Now, I gotta wonder, did they just take... Someone would have had a field day if they just left all that stuff. Like the looters coming in and just taking all those appliances. That is valuable stuff. Yeah, Mm. it's probably... Like, I I really like the urban exploration angle of this. Like, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I follow um, this guy on YouTube. goes by Adam the Woo. And he go. He actually does go to a weird abandoned places and check out like cool stuff. And he takes it on video. He never takes anything. He just explores them. And I think mm-hmm. this reminds me a lot of kind of someone like that. Yeah. You know, exploring. So, what I want to know is what is the difference in smell between just old piss and very old. We piss? mean even just piss. <clears throat> piss to old piss to very old. I can see the difference between piss and old piss. It's mm. like I don't I know. Can imagine that. Is it the kind of piss that sat there, you know, been there so long that it just like seeped into everything, and then just like decades went by, but it didn't properly evaporate? So like I don't know. I mean, I work at a dog daycare, so there's a fair amount of piss smell that I deal with. It probably smells basis. like that then, a little bit. Okay, I'm just saying. The huge freezer, not even remotely cool now, had row upon row of empty shelf space. Hooks hung from the ceiling, probably for hanging cuts of meat. 
And as I stood inside for a moment, I noticed they were swinging. Oh, swing, no. swing, swing, swing. Everybody's going to swing. Each hook swung in a random direction, but their movements were so slow and small that it was almost impossible to see. I figured it had been caused by my footsteps, so I stopped one from swinging by clutching it in my fist, then carefully letting go. But within, within seconds, it started to swing once more. You're actually on a boat. <laughs> You're actually on a boat. That's possible. See, yeah. do you, I don't know if I like this paragraph individually. Because if they're just swinging and you stop it and it stops swinging, the implication is someone was there recently. Uh-huh. Which to me is more frightening than... It swings. Than, you know, Everything's weird, moving. Weird gravity thing. <laughs> there's some yeah. weird gravity yeah. going on here. I, I, it is a little more unsettling <laughs> if it was just swinging, but it's okay. I mean, it's like... Well, then you gotta wonder what the like energy in the place is. Yeah. Uh... The bathrooms were in much the same state. Now we're talking. Now we're imagining. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I'm a big fan of bathrooms, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the bathrooms were in much the same state as the rest of the place. Just like the Treasure Island Resort, somebody had methodically smashed each porcelain commode with coconuts and other implements. There's those coconuts again. Mm. There was about a half inch of rancid, stinking, stagnant water on the floor, so I didn't stay there very long. That's probably what it was actually smelling. Yeah. So this proves for everyone that uh, uh, Jimmy Snooker's head is stronger than toilets. That's one for the wrestling fans out there. They get that joke. I don't care if the two of you in this room don't. Um, Matt, enough, Matt Hawley, if he was here, would sit up and go, yes. Yeah. Uh, what's odd? Is that where I'm at? Yep. Yeah. What's odd is that the toilets and the sinks and the bidets in the ladies' room, yes, I went there, all dripped, leaked, and just ran freely. It seemed to me that they should have shut up the water long, long ago. Now, here's what I want to know. Okay. How come only the ladies get bidets? Because ladies are special. Uh, is that like a thing? That ladies get bidets? Have ladies been getting bidets this whole time? Because I gotta tell you, I would love to use a bidet. The la- the maternal <laughs> mysteries of the ladies' room. <laughs> but you know, I listen, I've been in a ladies' room. I've in been day. in several ladies' rooms. David? One, one or two, yeah. I don't think I ever <laughs> saw a bidet. Me neither. Yeah, I do not ever recall seeing a bidet. Might be. We've only experienced one bidet together. Or have you experienced more bidets than, than that? Just I don't know the about. one, just the one. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was a moment. Yeah, and I never got to use that bidet. You never. Oh, that's true. That because I was only ever there at a party. Yeah, and you can't use a bidet at a party. <laughs> it's not proper. Uh, <laughs> at least in America, it's not proper. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. There are plenty of rooms in the resort, but naturally, I didn't have time to look through them all. The few I did peer into were similarly wrecked, and I didn't expect to find anything there. I thought there was actually a television or radio in one room, but, or sorry, as I really think, okay, I'm going to start over. (laughs) Hello, my name is Andrew. (laughs) Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. (laughs) Unique New York. Unique New York. (laughs) Toy boat, toy boat. I thought there was actually a television or radio in one room, as I really think I heard a quiet conversation coming out. Though it was like a whisper, probably my own breathing echoing in the silence, or just another case of the sound of flowing water playing tricks on the mind. This is what it sounded like. Uh, do you want to take we'll do, this Yeah, we'll bit? do one and two. Okay. Benson and I. Do okay. one and two. Benson so is one. You're two. I didn't believe it. Sure. Unknown reply. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Your father told you. Unknown reply. Or possibly just weeping. 
I know, I know, that sounds ridiculous. I'm just telling you what I experienced. Why I thought there might have been something running in that room. Or worse, some vagrants who had holed up there and probably would have knifed me. <laughs> okay, realistic... Just earlier, he was excited about finding a bum society. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says he wishes he would have seen something like that. Because I would have, like, imagine walking to this palace and basically finding, you know, the hobo princess. This is actually Moonshine yeah. Holler. Well, and the thing about a bum society is there are rules in a society. <laughs> There's a okay, huge Roderick. difference between a bum society yeah. and two vagrants in a room. Vagrants and hobos are dif- different species. <laughs> As we know. You walk in on two hobos and they look at you and go, Apple pie! <laughs> yeah. okay. That's a pretty good gummy, actually. Thank you. Thank you. Um, at the front doors of the palace again, I figured I hadn't found anything of note and had wasted the trip up. As I looked out the door, I noticed something interesting in the courtyard that I had apparently missed. Something that would give me at least one thing to show for all my trouble, even if it was just a photograph. There, were, there as a lifelike statue, Ooh. there as a lifelike statue of a python, maybe 80 feet long, coiled up and sunning itself on a pedestal right in the center of the arena, of the, or of the area. It was mm-hmm. almost time for the sun to start setting, of course, mm-hmm. so the light fell onto the object in the perfect way for a photograph. I approached the python and snapped a photo. Then I stood on my toes and snapped another. I moved closer again to get the detail of its face. Slowly, casually, the python lifted its head, looked directly into my eyes, turned, and slithered off the pedestal, across the grass, and into the trees. Now let me ask you guys something. Is a python a poison snake, or is this a squeezy guy? That's a squeezy guy. It's a squeezy squeezy guy. guy. Okay. That's why it's eight... That's that's actually his uh, scientific (laughs) name. Squeezy guy? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's why it's... Squeezes (laughs) guys. Oh, that's why it's so, like... Long, yeah, all eighty feet of it. Its oh, head, I'm, yeah, I'm its head long disappeared into the woods before its tail even left the sunning spot. That's actually a really nice detail too. I like mm. that. There's just this snake. He thinks it's a statue, and then just looks up at him and goes like, basically goes, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Slithers away, and then they leave Dudley in Mowgli's palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Harry Potter: colon, abandoned by Disney. <laughs> Disney had released all their exotic animals into the grounds. Right there on my floor pan map was the reptile house. I should have known. I'd read about the sharks at Treasure Isle. I, I should have known they'd done this. See, I, the, the pause there was because I wanted to say Treasure Island. Uh-huh. And I had to redirect mid-syllable to Isle. Good. I know, right? This has been a moment inside the brain <laughs> of Matt I was dumbfounded. Just... Utterly stupefied. My mouth must have been hanging open for the longest time before I came back down to earth and snapped it shut. I blinked a few times and backed away from where the snake had been, back toward the palace. That's a quite that's a quite extreme reaction right there. I mean, I guess if you just saw a statue that was not a statue mm-hmm. and was a giant snake that could possibly kill you. Yeah. Even even editing wise, I think that paragraph should have come before the the other one. Yeah, I they're, agree. They're a bit out of order. The thing yeah. about Disney had released, yeah, just a mind. That's a minor thing. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, again, I still think feel like the story's working. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, even though it was totally gone, I still wasn't taking any chances and backed my way into the building, right further, into a knife wielding vagrant. Danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took a few deep breaths and slaps to my own face to get myself right <laughs> in the head again. After that, ow! <laughs> it it works. You got to do it sometimes. Yep. I looked for a place to sit down, as my legs were feeling a bit like jelly at this point. Of course, there was no place to sit down unless I wanted to recline in the broken glass and dead leaf carpet 
or haul myself up onto a desk of questionable reliability. <laughs> I feel like that's a department somewhere. Hello, uh, welcome to the Department of Questionable <laughs> Reliability. How may we help you? <laughs> that's or not maybe not. Maybe not. How can we maybe help you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're basically talking about the, um, the, um, the, uh, what was it? The, uh, relations department for, uh, PayPal then. Oh, oh, yeah. Personal they, story. They had a run-in recently. Yeah, they, they're, they're, uh, the human resources. <laughs> or no, their customer service. It's not very good. Mm. Uh, the lady on the phone was nice though. Nothing against her. Mm. She just doesn't, she just, their, their system is screwed up. Mm. I had seen some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the musical version now. <laughs> I'm I <had> singing. Seen... <laughs> I'm in the abandoned Disney Palace and I'm singing. <laughs> we just watched Elf recently and I'm sorry, I just did the thing that I hate. Buddy the Elf. <laughs> I had seen some stairs near the palace's lobby and decided to go have a seat there until I felt better. Sure. Oh, this time you get to do it. Yeah, uh, and then me and, oh, me and yeah. Andrew get Can to do it. Can we get a little scroll there? It looks like the bottom oh, I'm sorry. words are cut, do, do, cut do, off. Do, do, do. Scrolling down. Uh, there we go. The staircase, <laughs> the staircase was far enough away from the front of the building to be relatively clean, save for a startling accumulation of dust. I pulled the wedge of metal off the wall, once again painted with the Abandoned by Disney oh! motto I'd become accustomed to. <laughs> I placed the wedge on the stairs and sat on it to keep it at least somewhat clean. The stairway led downward, below ground level. Using my camera flash as a sort of improvised flashlight, I could see that the staircase ended in a metal mesh door with a padlock. A sign on the door, a real sign, read, Mascots only! Thank you! There's something interesting right there. Now, um, sli- someone pointed this out to Slime Beast just recently, that... In Disney um, employee, Disney like characters are actually called characters. They're yep. not called mascots. Yep. Now he didn't know this when he wrote the story. He says his method is to get up at like two in the morning and write a story mm-hmm. because that's just what he wants to do. Yeah. So I can't fault him for that. Like, I mean, that makes sense. If you just saw them, you would call them mascots, right? Yep. You didn't yep. know. So yeah. Mm. So I'm not going to get on anyone's case about that, even though I know it should technically be characters. I don't care. Oh, would, it's me, right? Would yep. they have signs that break the fourth wall like that, though? What, what do you mean? And aren't they big into like, hey, everything is, you don't want anything to see anything that makes it clear this is a... Um, a well, and also that kind of door would not be the kind of door they would use. Like the, the way that I've always seen at Disney parks, they like hide the door. Like yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. There there's like some... a wall and then another wall and then there's the door. And it and, wouldn't say... Would but there say... is a sign on like the second wall. Like if you get close, like if you get close enough, it says, but it says like characters only or uh, what do they call them? What do they call their employees? They don't call them employees. They call them... Uh, uh, cast members. Yeah, cast members only. That's that would be right. actually That's probably what would, exactly what it would say. When cast I, members I, only. When I wrote my um, uh, Haunted Mansion <clears throat> story, because I, I wrote a Haunted Mansion creepypasta, mm-hmm. I, some people probably know about it. I actually did do the research, but I even knew about that before. There was a door that, that gets found in the story that just says cast members only. Mm-hmm. Even though it's in a really out-of-the-way place, it still says cast members only. Yep. Um. But you know, the, but actually, that you know, but the, but the late nineties were a weird time. Maybe they were calling them mascots for a while. They were trying. Maybe that there was no standardized terminology within the Disney well, Corporation. Well, it was even, just kind of part by part. Well, wait. Well, you think it, what you want. Think about this too. It's a little weird that there's a staircase leading down to a mesh door with a padlock, and the sign says "mascots only." Thank you, like yeah. that with exclamation points. Mm-hmm. And you're what like, "What does going, a mesh door mean?" It's um, like a well. Think about those, almost like a chain link fence. I would think. Yeah, oh, well, like like smaller. Like, but yeah, smaller. Yeah, more like a door than a fence. 
So <coughs> even, even so, all everything about this is a little bit out of place. Yeah. So that's, uh, but that yeah. but I think that's works, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that works to its credit. Like mm-hmm. the sign. It's like when when you see an email that says like we were reading Smile Dog like not long ago and the the title of the email that supposedly gave you the cursed image said Smile God loves you. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. So it's kind of like that. Uh, this I'm getting. We're actually getting back in the story now. This <laughs> this perked up my spirits a little bit for two reasons. One, a mascots-only area would have definitely had some interesting stuff back in the day. Two, the padlock was still in place. Nobody had gone down there. Not the vandals, not the looters, nobody. This was the one place I could actually explore and perhaps find something interesting to photograph or wantonly steal. (laughs) I had come to the palace essentially agreeing with myself that I was okay to take anything I wanted because, hey, abandoned. Let me scroll down more. Yeah, small move. Small move. (laughs) A bad boy. It didn't take much to bust the lock. Well, actually, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that what is, is wrong. This? <laughs> what? This is a guy telling a story that. back in track. I like it. I this like is it. like in fucking your song. If I was a sculptor, but then again, no. <laughs> Why are you wasting our time, Elton John? Uh, it didn't take much to bust the metal plate on the wall that the padlock was hooked to. At least time, he's honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time and decay had done most of the work for me. And I was able to bend the metal plate enough to pull the screws out of the wall. Something nobody else had apparently thought of or hadn't been able to do at the time. <clears throat> the mascot's only area was a, startling, was, a, was a startling and very welcomed change to the rest of the building I'd seen. For one, thing, for one, every second or third fluorescent light overhead was illuminated, even though they flickered and faded randomly. Also, nothing had been stolen or broken, even if age and exposure had definitely take, were definitely taking their toll. Mm. Tables had notepads and pens. There were clocks, even a punching clock on the wall, complete with filled-out time cards. Chairs were scattered around, uh, and there was even a small break room with an old, static-filled television and long-rotted-out food and drink on the counters. Wait, the, the wait. How, did he go in and turn the TV on, or was the TV on when he I got there? It was there? on when he got there. Ooh. But it was static, so <clears throat> are the, the residents are just staring at static. Maybe they're watching Candle Cove. Oh, oh wow that got meta yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. um it was it was like one of those post-apocalypse movies where everything is left in the state of evacuation as i walked the maze like sub-basement hallways of the mascots only area got was... happy with those dashes there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> maze like sub-basement hallways of the mascots only <clears throat> the sights just became more and more interesting as I went further, desks and tables were knocked over, papers scattered and almost melted with the damp floor, and a large carpet of mold was slowly overtaking the real rotting crimson floor covering. Mm. Everything! Everything. <laughs> Everything was sort of just squishy. Anything would disintegrate into mush when I applied even the lit, uh, least amount of force. And clothing items hanging on hooks in one of the rooms simply fell to moist threads if I tried to unhook them. One thing that annoyed me was that the light was becoming more sparse and unreliable as I went further into the dank, suffocating depths of the place. You got that what? dank, you got that, those dank depths, bro. <laughs> and why doesn't he have a flashlight? Like that seems like urban exploration number one. Yeah, bring a flashlight. <laughs> Eventually, I reached a black and yellow striped door with the words "Character Prep One" stenciled on it. Mm-hmm. The door wouldn't open at first. I figured this was probably where the costumes were kept. And I definitely wanted a photograph of that twisted, stinking mess. Try as I might, whatever angle or trick I tried, the door wouldn't budge. That is, until I gave up and started to walk away. Oh. That 
was when there was a slight popping sound and the door creaked open slowly. Inside, the room was completely dark, pitch black. I used the camera flash to look for a light switch in the wall by the door. By he bought it by the door. Yeah, he wanted to buy that door. Yeah. The door on eBay, sold by the real world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> door from Mowgli's palace, untamed legally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but there was nothing. Ooh. As I made my search, I was jarred out of my sense of excitement by a loud electrical buzz. Rows of lights overhead suddenly flashed to life, flickering and fading in and out like the rest that I had passed. Heard some shit now. It took a second for my eyes to adjust, and it seemed like the light was going to just keep getting brighter until all the bulbs exploded. But just when I thought it would reach that critical stage, the, light dims, the lights dimmed a bit and steadied. That's an interesting detail that they put like a... Oh, no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, no, I like that the things are happening and they're just it's just kind of disconcerting. There's not really an explanation for it. It's just happening. Yeah. The room was exactly as I had pictured it. Various Disney costumes hung on the walls. Fully put together like strange cartoon cadavers hung from invisible nooses. There was an entire rack of loincloths and native clothes on hangers toward the back. (laughs) Bringing back that detail. (laughs) The angry southerners. Yeah. (laughs) What I found odd, and what I wanted to photograph right away, was a Mickey Mouse costume at the center of the room. Unlike the other costumes, it was lying on its back in the center of the floor like a murder victim. The fur on the costume was rotten and shedding, creating bear patches. Grody! (laughs) Come on, Disney, get your shit together. No, wait, abandoned by... Yeah. What was even odder, however, was the coloring of the costume. It was like a photo negative of the actual Mickey Mouse. Black where he should be white, and white where he should be black. His normally red overalls were light blue. Photo negative Mickey will come to haunt your dreams! (laughs) The sight was off-putting enough that I actually put off photographing the thing until last. Mm, would you really? Okay. It was off-putting enough that I put it off. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or, or, or bad. <laughs> uh, I took a picture of the costumes hanging on the walls. Upward angles, downward angles, side shots to show an entire row of frozen, putrid cartoon faces. Some with plastic eyes missing. Gross. Is this guy like a... He, this guy sounds like a real photographer. I think this guy... He uh, he missed his calling. He should, <laughs> he should have got out there. He, maybe he does. I don't know. Don't just don't just focus on abandoned shit. Get get, get yeah. some people. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know, have is a it, good time. No, I could. I could actually. These would be pretty dramatic photographs if you ever saw them. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Think about it. Uh, then I decided to stage a shot. Just one of the bedraggled characters. Uh, character heads on the slick, grimy floor. I reached for the headpiece of a Donald Duck costume and carefully removed it so the thing wouldn't fall apart in my hands. The Ronald Reagan costume. (laughs) (laughs) As I looked into the face of the wide-eyed, moldering head, a loud clattering sound made me jump with fright. Oh, I looked down at my feet. Sorry, I'm getting engrossed. I looked down at my feet and there, between my shoes, was a human skull. It It had fallen out of the mascot head and shattered into pieces at my feet. Only the empty face and lower jaw remain, staring up at me. Now, what has to happen to a skull that it shatters when it uh, drops from a normal human height holding it? I feel like that's that wouldn't happen with a skull. Unless Only it... the empty face and the lower jaw remained. But So I'm thinking it's like 
you can get the the basics of an eye socket and a nose socket and then like the lower jaw so the whole back of the skull broke yeah it like Saying it, it, it fell shattered out like in pieces is that... kind of is kind of an overstatement i think it's yeah. just like the back of it just cracked and kind of splattered yeah and there could have been other there could have been bits of stuff still clinging to it too mm-hmm. it might not have been a completely clean skull i doubt it was a completely clean skull well, it was maybe maybe 10 years he said maybe yeah i think uh where was where uh, was... it's me turn it's me turn it's your turn <laughs> i dropped the duck head immediately that's weird to say duck head instead of donald duckhead <laughs> that duck really head. puts it in a, a different context dude it could have been howard the duck for all that's we true. know howard the duck <laughs> i dropped the duck head immediately as you expect and moved to the moved for the door as i stood in the doorway i looked back to the skull on the floor something just occurred to me so disney buys marvel and then they buy oh Lucasfilm. Okay. Do you think this is all just one ploy to get the complete rights to Howard the Duck? Because <laughs> they got the, they got both companies that would have purchased of that. You know, maybe. Ooh, conspiracy. But also, yeah. they have you know, Howard the Duck was their ultimate goal with both purchases. Well, but, I feel. But Lucasfilm, New Star Wars, Avengers. That's all just lead up to Howard the Duck. Where do you think Howard's going to show up in the new Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna be the one holding the lightsaber. <laughs> uh, oh, we got a phone. Rude. Um, you guys want here? Let me take this real quick. To quote Jimmy Pardo: he, he, "David is getting what he can only rolling, assume is a very rolling. important phone call." <laughs> um, where are, are we? we reading? or Are we just hanging out? I'll keep going. We'll keep going. Okay. Just right. well, slowly a little. Okay. I had to take a picture of it. You know, okay, I had to for any number of reasons that may seem silly. But only if you don't All think right. it through. I'd need proof of what happened. Especially if Disney was going to somehow make this go away. I had no doubt in my mind right from the start that even if this was just gross negligence, Disney was responsible for this. This is again, this is the ethics of theme park journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Moida! <laughs> uh, that's when Mickey, that photonegative opposite Mickey in the middle of the floor, Started to get up. Oh, shit! Oh, no! He's getting up! He's <laughs> getting up! This is accompanied by a picture. <laughs> yeah, there's a... There's, um, a Which picture... is literally just a photo of Mickey. Yeah, the, the picture will be included in the, the YouTube version yes, of this. Yeah. Uh, first sitting up, then climbing to its feet. The Mickey Mouse costume, or whoever was inside it, stood there at the center of the room. Its fake face just staring directly at me as I mumbled, No, over and over and over... With shaking hands, a violently thrashing heart, and legs that had once again turned to jelly, I managed to lift the camera and aim it at the opposite creature, now quietly sizing me up. The digital camera's screen displayed only dead pixels in the shape of the thing. It was a perfect silhouette of the Mickey costume. As the camera moved in my unsteady hands, the dead pixels spread, marring the screen wherever Mickey's outline moved to. Which means that this picture was from someone else? Someone else took this Maybe. Um... Then the camera died, went blank and quiet and broken. I raised my eyes once again to the Mickey Mouse costume. <laughs> do you want me to I was do like, it? Am I going to do the Mickey Mouse voice? Or do, you, do, you, do, you want, do you want me to do it, save you that? Or do you want to? <laughs> well, if you can do the voice, I'll read the narration part. Okay. Hey. It said in a hushed, perverted, but perfectly executed Mickey Mouse voice. Want to see my head come off? <laughs> uh-huh. 
It started to pull at its own head, working its clumsy, glove-clad fingers around its neck with clawing, impatient movements similar to a wounded man trying to pull himself free of a predator's jaws. As it worked its digits into its neck, so much blood. So much thick, chunky, yellow blood. Ew! That's not what happens to blood. It's opposite blood. It's cheese. Oh, no! (laughs) Think about it. It's cheese blood. I can't eat cheese now. (laughs) As Shea Gorth would say, cheese for everyone! (laughs) I turned away as I heard a sickening tearing of cloth and flesh. Only cared about getting away. Above the doorway out of this room, I saw the final message clawed into the metal with bone or fingernails. Abandoned by God! Oh! Oh shit! Oh shit! (laughs) I never got the pictures out of the camera! I never wrote the blog entry about it. After I ran away. (laughs) Sorry. After I ran from that place, fled for my sanity, if not my very life, I knew why Disney didn't want anyone to know about this place. They didn't want anyone like me getting in. They didn't want anything like that getting out. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Well, that was Abandoned by Disney. Yeah. And... What do you guys think? What is what 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 makes this story work as opposed to other stories that maybe don't work as well, or what doesn't work? I want to know what you think. Let's get some discussion. Well, I think Vince and I have very different uh, viewpoints just in the in the Disney aspect. True. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Disney. <laughs> but <laughs> that's my aspect. But I think what what makes it work for me is the the little details that are that are very Disney esque. Mm-hmm. Like the well, right away he he's like, "This is a fact. Disney made this thing and abandoned it, and now this is a another thing they abandoned." But it's you know, it's it's not real, but yeah. it's it's got enough details that it kind of makes you think. It's got some factual information to like kind of back it up and make it more like plausible. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, when you get to the the negative part, I think by that point you've been eased into the story enough that mm-hmm. I think you could kind of accept that something yeah. really freaky like this could happen. I mean, you know, it doesn't, but you at least. It's kind of in the realm of the story, the story's realm of possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good. That's a that's a plus for that. I I liked it. I th- I think it drags a little in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I I think you you could snip out a good half of that. I think those you get rid of you get rid of all the kitchen parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe speed it up a little. I think. I mean, some of the details I think occasionally kind of betray it. Uh, chunky yellow blood. I don't know why that. It's what's pretty. Going that's on there. pretty gross, though. When it's you think gross, about it. but it's like I don't know what is that supposed to represent. What uh, can well, we get a doctor on the line? Does you, blood ever turn yellow? <laughs> well, okay. If, if Mickey's pants shouldn't it have been blue because he's a photo negative. Yeah, Mickey? The photo negative. But the fact that it's chunky yellow blood makes me think that's more like pus than blood. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Like, but he calls whatever, it blood. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like it's whatever if it, if it's is coming. Chunky yellow ooze. Is, if you change the word from blood to ooze, mm-hmm. then maybe I'm on board. I think all creepypastas could use a little bit of editing. i And then really, I think that's what it comes down to. You know to, what? It's, yeah. it's i Yeah, there you go. What, whatever that thing is, whatever that negative thing is, it's not a. It's definitely not a character. I don't think it's a ghost. It's some sort of... It is something... I, I love that that, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I actually like that it doesn't make any sense. Anything that's going on in there. Well, it never gets explained. It's just something really freaky. <clears throat> well, here's what I... There was a sequel to this, correct? Yes. We might do... You know what I'm thinking? We might do that one in a future episode. Maybe next time we meet up. This one... Don't read it in advance. We can all read it at the same time and get a sense of it. I was going to ask if you'd ever seen the film 
And I know you have. Escape from Tomorrow. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. No, actually, no, I haven't. That's I a, do not listen to anything Andrew says about this film. It is I really like it. Unwatchable it's absolutely garbage. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it is dumb, the, the film is nonsensical insane. shite. It's awful. There's some very strong opinions going it's, on it's, here. It's... it's, it's the, the tagline of this movie could be, what if David Lynch was really dumb? That's what this movie is. But, but for the listener, if, if they don't know, uh, Escape from Tomorrow was the film famously um, filmed at the Disney parks without permission uh, and released uh, you know, theatrically. You know how they were able to release it? What do you mean? You know what allowed them to be able to release Cause, it? Because Disney was like, oh, this is dumb. Because the lawsuit was abandoned by Disney. Oh, there it is. Okay. Woo! That's a that's a, that's supposed to be an air horn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I I think there's a in the same way that this story appeals to me is in the same way that Escape from Tomorrow appeals to me. <laughs> Escape from well, yeah. That does a disservice to this story. Fine Beast, if you're I, listening, you are far more talented <laughs> than anyone, except maybe the actors, because I didn't mind the acting, but anyone anyone involved with the production of Escape from Tomorrow, yeah. which no, was a giant turd. This was actually, this was one of the first uh, stories of his that I actually read. Mm-hmm. And Did it, he write the sequel as well? He did. He okay. wrote, the and the prequel, the one with the punch cards. Okay. That, yeah. that one's really good. Yeah, the yeah. punch card one. Room Zero, um, well, I don't want to say too much about it. I think we should dive into Zero is the next time we next time we get together. Let's let's do that one. Okay. I don't know what the sequel's about, but I'll tell you what I'd like it to be about. Oh boy! So I see it basically. This is Alien. The sequel should be Aliens. Oh sure. You switch from from horror to action. This is about a team of of Disney nuts, a, a SWAT, a, a, Disney, a, a nuts. Disney SWAT team yeah. that go in to take out this creature because that's the, that's the last line of this. They don't want anything like that getting out, so they have to send in a team. To take down this creature. Take note, that's, everybody. That's the sequel I would write. There you go. I like it. I like it. And we would call it Abandoned by Disney's, obviously. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Abandons by Disney? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like Passers by. Yeah, yeah. Or Whoppers Jr. <laughs> that's Paul Tompkins' job. By the way, Whoppers Jr., I should clarify. <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, I'll ultimately, like I said, uh, this was one of those first ones I read. I don't, I think it holds up still. Like, rereading it, I remember why I think it, it's it's fairly spooky. I mean, even reading it with us kind of joking around, like, actually, the setup is pretty good. It's got yeah. good atmosphere. The buildup is kind of slow, but I also feel like that kind of works with the characters. Like, you're eased into it. Yeah. So, like, nothing jumps out. Stuff gets slowly more unsettling. And the fact that there's never any clear explanation about what the fuck is going on yeah. is what makes it all the more all the better i think too many creepy pasta try to explain exactly what's happening that's where you want to and that's where you you have to balance this this is a key part of of writing any uh, good horror is you have to balance your knowns with your unknowns and i think this does that really well actually yeah. maybe maybe okay man maybe i'm being biased i don't know but having just come off of reading it like i feel like it it works and it feels good to actually read a story in here that has kind of earned its reputation mm-hmm. yeah you know because the other two, I don't feel like deserve it as much. The other two, three I've read on the show. Other two, what? I should probably okay. Uh, Creepy pasta. I read. Um, well, the, I started at the very bottom of the barrel with Jeff the Killer. Sure. That's a that's a Patreon exclusive, guys. If you <laughs> want to hear that, all you have to do is give me a dollar a month, and you can at least that much. Come on, it's for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you else are you going to be buying this holiday? Uh, rampant you, consumer. Based plastics. Yeah. No one wants that. 
No, no one wants that. You want quality podcast entertainment, right? It's good for the environment. Yeah, exactly. You don't. We, we don't burn rainforests to produce this podcast. Yeah. Um, but then the other two that are publicly available are Laughing Jack and um, which one is Laughing Jack? Laughing Jack is the is is a clown. Oh sure. Yeah. So Laughing Jack is one about a clown, which I think the again the image is more popular than the story itself, but I yeah. don't know. And then the second one was Smile Dog, which was okay, but you know, I basically yeah. it feels like by this point I'm doing sort of a recap and saying if you this is the first one you're listening to, you can go back and listen to those too because uh, it kind of covers what I'm saying is some creepy pasta get really popular and really well known, but I feel like and from a narrative a, a, lit- a literary standpoint, they don't hold a lot of water. This one maybe could also make the same argument, but at least the storytelling itself is is very good. Yeah, I and mean, this I think this is just a. a- a good editor away from from like a really great story. Yeah, definitely. The voice is really clear. That's the other thing. Yeah, and I think. Uh, do you know when this was written? When this first hit the hit the internet waves? Um, because I think there was something really cool about early creepypastas where they were written in such a way where, like, if someone like just read a part of this, they were like, "Holy crap! Like this happened!" Like that's yeah. kind of the fun of a creepypasta is that like someone's it's, kind of just traded on message boards. Yeah, and stuff yeah. And it was like, I heard this crazy story. And then, like, this story was written in such a way where it does sound like a crazy story someone's telling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what works about it. I mean, that's, that's again, early creepypasta. That was the strength of early creepypasta. And I think this must have been part of that. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it might be kind of first wave. I want to say this was like, I can probably ask Slime Beast. Mm-hmm. I can probably, like, send him a little message and be like, hey, so when... When did you first write this? Or maybe it's publicly available and you can just look it up. Yeah, there's probably some kind of a place to find that. Yeah. Yeah. But even so, it works because it, <laughs> it, it it has that feeling to it. The other stories I've read don't really have the same, I don't know, basis. I kind of like that it's just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Some details are really clear. Some t- details are kind of just glossed over because it's not like you want to bore people to death with all the details. Yeah. I mean, I know you feel like... I mean, the, yeah, the kitchen thing was a little weird, but like, eh, whatever. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't fail in what it's trying to accomplish. No, and that's yeah, what, yeah. It, it is. It is unsettling, and I like that. Mm-hmm. As someone who has actually become fairly jaded to uh, creepy pasta. <laughs> well, yeah, when you, you must read all of them. Oh, I can't even imagine all of them, and uh, I, I, I have to, some that don't even exist yet. <laughs> like the like uh, like that one over there. Oh my god! You can't yeah, see it though because it exists in the future. Oh mm. my god! <laughs> Foreboding. Oh yes. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And thank you both for being on the show. Thanks for having us. It was a fun time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Great if, fun. If you, if you enjoyed um, um, Benson and Andrew's work, you can listen to that. You guys want give, give, to give your own plug here, guys. Yes. Yeah, go to, plug yourselves. Go to BendyNetwork.com. The, these guys are my hosts. Just so you know, these guys are the hosts of Midnight Marinara. Their network <laughs> took me in when I was a baby fledgling podcast. <laughs> and... Uh, now who brings in all their views? Well, no, <laughs> probably still them mostly. But... Well, I mean, you should you should boast over your award, right? Yeah. Re- as of this today, is super recent. As of today, as of recording this, uh, Midnight Marinara has won a uh, an award in the Audioverse Awards. Yeah. I believe a uh, best yeah. new new fan or adaptation in an ongoing production. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm really stoked. Cause a bunch of people came in and actually like voted for this one. I, I guess I don't know how many of them were people I, I just encouraged to, or how many of them were known. But for e- each and every single person who voted, I just want to say thank you because 
it's really huge for me to see this thing I started only a year ago already getting some sort of accolade and the the support you guys have given me so far has been amazing so thank you yeah. and and you guys too actually you guys like I said you guys uh, gave me a chance and and let me promote my show through your network and I appreciate that and so let me promote we're let me glad in turn we did. yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> well let me in turn then say why don't you guys tell tell the nice people what you do Real quick. Uh, yes I have a, another podcast called Nerds Eye View where uh, generally every week uh, I review a new film with a couple of friends. Uh, we're on a little hiatus right now. You know, it's, uh, it's a busy time. But you can check out all the old episodes. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun talking about movies. Uh, also, I do a podcast with Matt Benson right here. It's who's, called... What? Who's that guy? Shut Up Leonard. What? That sounds dumb. <laughs> That's a podcast about the TV show Community. Oh, I like Community. It sounds great. Now. It is. <laughs> and uh, even though uh, Community's uh, not on the air right now, they'll be coming up with uh, season six very soon on Yahoo Screen. Go look up what that is. Uh, yep. Go Yahoo it. Don't Google it. Yeah. And Yahoo! Uh, uh, you can go listen to all of our thoughts on past episodes of Communities uh, from seasons one, two, four, and five. Yes. They have a very odd way of bouncing through the uh, Well, we just started with four because that's what was on when we started the podcast. <laughs> then in between four and five, we went back and did one. Yep. Then we did five. Yep. Then we did two after five. And now we're waiting for six. Yep. And after six is done, we'll do three. Yep. And if six takes too long, we might have to do some kind of a special episode about uh, another Dan Harmon thing, like, uh, you know, the movie Harmontown. Or Rick and Morty, the or TV Rick show and... on Adult Swim. Tuesday yeah. nights at 11.30. Shameless plugs. Nothing, that's absolutely not so accurate. Uh, if you want to watch Rick and Morty, I recommend it. It's a great show. Do not listen to the time I just plugged. Or just go because to Because the... it was out of my head. And There's an the Adult truth. Swim app where you can just watch all the Rick and Mortys. Well, yeah, do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. RickandMorty.com, Rick and Morty forever. Go to RickandMorty.com. That's a great okay. reference if you watch the show. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, ShutUpLeonard.com, NEVPodcast.com, and BenViewNetwork.com. Yeah, and on BenViewNetwork.com, you can find like a million shows hosted by me. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> one of them. I am is... part of a. I am, I am a small drop on a much larger umbrella. <laughs> Uh, one of them is Shut Up Leonard, as we mentioned. Uh, another one that just launched is uh, Benview on Spielberg. Yes! Uh, where me and, and, and Agents of Guard writer Justin Keyson talk about the films of Steven Spielberg uh-huh. in chronological order. Yes. Uh, the dual episode is out already. Uh, Sugarland Express will be next. You can also check out Matt and Brennan's Wrestling Show, where me and Brennan Creasy talk about wrestling. Popsicles, where me, Brennan Creasy, and Derek Armijo talk about pop culture. Uh, or Beth's Boombox, which is some sketch comedy fun on hiatus. Uh, all of those are on BenvyNetwork.com. Also new on BenvyNetwork.com, depending on when this episode drops. When is this episode dropping, David? This episode will drop um, as probably um, just before Christmas. Oh, okay. okay. So it's been announced, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look out for Friday Night Film Fights, uh, which is a great new show on the Benview Network. Sam and Kyle, great guys. Yeah, they what they do is they take two films uh, with a sort of similar premise and similarly ranked on IMDb. And they, they compare and contrast, and they review each of them, and they compare them. We were on the most recent episode. We talked about Elf and the Family Man. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And it's, a, it's a really great show. Yeah. Um, so check out Friday Night Film Fights, which is on BenviewNetwork.com. You should listen to that if you want to know what Taya Leone does with her thumb. That's a, that's a big... You will be shocked when you find out. Um, you know, it dawns on me, I, we probably should have all done this at the beginning of the episode. So um, if you're still listening at this point... <laughs> Um, thank you. Yeah. And, uh... This is like, this is the, you're the person who stays through the credits at the movie. Woo! <laughs> yep. Good for you. Um, do, do we have anything, do we have anything for them at the end of the credits? Uh, a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. 
Uh, but we didn't Excelsior. pay enough to talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to pay Stan, you know, th- uh, that was a freebie, true believer. Stan, thank you so much. That was that was great. Uh, it's an honor to meet you. Hey, hey Oh, wait, he just jumped out a window. <laughs> that was weird. He's like Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, do you think Stan Lee is owned by Disney? Well, I don't I don't want to yeah. <laughs> he's I mean he's very spry for a 91-year-old. So this I, makes this makes me wonder though if in the if in some desolate future it's going to Stanley's going to walk up to the stage and go, "Hi everyone. Want to see my head come off?" Oh god. <laughs> god!